Hi, nonprofiteers. Welcome to Nonprofit Biz Talk with your host, Tracy V. Allen, nonprofit strategist. Nonprofit Biz Talk is about giving you the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts to manage, build, and grow a nonprofit organization that will positively impact the community you serve. Hey, nonprofiteers. It's welcome to another episode of Nonprofit Biz Talk. Today I have with me, with me my fellow um, mentor at SCORE, um, Joe Waxman. Joe, can you introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah. Hello, uh, I'm Joe Waxman. Uh, you want me to give a little old... All right. uh, my background has basically been in for-profit. Uh, I was president of a large division of Bell & Howell. I spent 27 years there. Not as president, I worked my way up from a salesman, and uh, we were publicly traded. And then when I retired from there, I started my own company on consulting. I am a nonprofit board member of a group of nonprofits, uh, United States Postal Service, Playhouse on Park. I was an active board member. My tenure was up, and now I'm on the development committee. I'm on uh, Charter Oak College, and uh, I'm, I know I'm forgetting something else anyway. <laughs> I'm sure you background. are. <laughs> okay, so Joe is here today to talk to us, because as you can see, he's a seasoned um, nonprofit, <laughs> a nonprofit board member, and I want him to talk about what it's like to be a nonprofit board member, how he was approached, what you should do as a board member, how you can really give back to the organization that you're serving on. Because remember, I always say that being a board member is not just a glorified um, position where you get to tell everybody, oh, I'm a board member of a nonprofit organization, or to just boost your resume or your social standing. It's a serious job. So Joe, go ahead. Basically, I was, uh, I'll talk about Playhouse and Park first. Mm -hmm. Uh, Playhouse on Park is a professional theater group nonprofit uh, in West Hartford, Connecticut, who I had started as a volunteer cleaning, <laughs> cleaning the auditorium. And uh, one of the other volunteers said, Joe, with your background, you really should be a board member. So she approached the executive director. They interviewed me and found that my background matched what they were lacking. You try to bring on board members who complement what your board is lacking and also for diversity. Obviously, I am not a diverse person. My ethnicity is Caucasian. I'm Jewish, uh, which doesn't count for anything in the nonprofit world. Uh, not being an African-American or a uh, Asian or Hispanic, or Hispanic uh, you need that diversity. So. Nonprofiteers, <laughs> when you're out looking, if you run into somebody or have friends of those categories, because in nonprofit, you have the same problem as a for profit. You need to bring in cash. Cash is king. Mm -hmm. Same thing for profit. You need cash coming through the door, whether it's grants. And oh, by the way, every board member has to 
has to make a donation to the organization that they're a board member of. I don't care if it's a dollar. You must give something because if you go for grants and a board member is lacking, guess what? You don't get the grant. Mm -hmm. So it becomes important. Things historically that nonprofits are lacking are people with financial experience, people who know tax law, people who know law, uh, people who are fundraisers, who know fundraising, uh, people who are willing to work in the organization. I'll give you a perfect example. Excuse me, my allergies. Uh, my dad, God rest his soul, used to say the following. Every organization, nonprofit that is, needs somebody who can write out a big check. Mm -hmm. All organizations <laughs> need that. But even more important, you need people who are willing to give up their time and work. And what Tracy said, not just to enhance your resume, mm -hmm. willing to give, put in the commitment, meet the hours, look for new board members. Mm -hmm. uh, when you approach a board member, look for the ethnicity that you don't have that's gonna strengthen your board. But not just ethnicity, make sure that they have the background to complement what you're lacking. Right. Perfect example. Remember I just mentioned legal? Playhouse on Park. We ended up getting a Supreme Court judge woman who was Filipino. Right. She fills a lot of different um, exactly criteria. All right. She's an attorney. <laughs> yeah. Now she can't advise us because right. she's a judge. Please talk about that conflict of interest. <laughs> right. All right. She cannot advise us because she is a sitting judge, mm -hmm. but she could say things like, "If I were to give an opinion, mm -hmm. uh, or if I needed an attorney, I would go talk to so and so, or I would talk to." Right. So it's that knowledge uh, and her business background, etc. So you want people who are willing to work and give time. And when your tenure is up, because you can't be on a board forever, though the United States Postal Service, that's not the case. Okay. I've been there 44 years. Wow. All right. <laughs> uh, but every time I try to resign, mm -hmm. they keep me there. So... Uh, but you must give in. So when my time was up at Playhouse on Park, if I believed in the organization enough to join the board, why, because I'm no longer a board member, wouldn't I stay active in the organization? Mm -hmm. So I then went on the development committee, which was fundraising. Oh yeah, the other board I sit on is SCORE. Right, yeah. Greater Hartford SCORE. <laughs> where we, we are today. Where we are today. Because <laughs> so. we have people coming in later. <laughs> right. So, uh, and again, it's important that you give. It's important that you're active. And it's important that you voice your opinion. Don't be a yes person. If Tracy's the executive director and you disagree with her, you can disagree very nicely. You don't have to get into a shouting match. You can say, well, I have a difference of opinion and here's my reason why. Mm -hmm. If it's strong enough, Tracy as executive director brings it to the board for a vote. Uh, again, conflict 
is good at times mm -hmm. if it's constructive, not just to be right. mean exactly. and just say, oh, Tracy, you're full of it. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it's, so it's important as a board member mm -hmm. to be active, to give up your time, to give money. And I would say the minimum you should give as a board member. I'm just going But if somebody can't afford, you give what you can afford, mm -hmm. but you must give. And you must help with fundraising. And you exactly. <laughs> and and ideas. Uh, some of the ideas for fundraising we've done mm -hmm. is uh, New Park Brewery. Mm -hmm. We had uh, a fundraiser there where everybody paid twenty five dollars, got a beer, and there were all kinds of munchies, and there was a DJ, and we brought in the cast of uh, one of the plays to dance with oh, all okay. the members, and it was it was just a ball, a lot of fun. Nice. All right. Some of the other fundraisers we've had are golf tournaments. Mm. Those uh, usually do really well. Well, yeah, but it takes quite a few yeah. people to, to work a golf tournament. <laughs> and uh, You need golfers, too, and you need on golfers. <laughs> Well, you need golfers, yeah. but more importantly, you need about a year's time, time yeah. to, to plan. Yeah, it's a lot of All planning. right, uh, raffles have done mm. somewhat well. Uh, certain movies... Uh, are, are things to bring in. For example, I just, my wife and I went to Real Artways in Hartford. Okay. And there was a Three Identical Stranger movie that was playing that was of interest to us. Mm. And we went and we supported it, and that basically is a fundraiser. Right, right. But a uh, very interesting movie. I recommend everybody go see it. Mm -hmm. uh, so, how would you suggest that a starting nonprofit organization approach? board members that fill the categories if they don't know them personally do you suggest that they go to like networking events ask um friends and families to refer people how would you approach someone who you need to fill a certain gap well here's the way i would do it mm -hmm. i would have the executive director mm -hmm. at the board meeting give us what we're lacking mm -hmm. then have a brainstorming session on who do we know who we think could possibly fill that okay. and then the closest person to approach that person mm -hmm. who knows them or whatever and you got to make it very low-key right I, I know it's uh, when I was approached for Charter Oak College mm -hmm. all right I was approached by Julio from the SBA Small Business Administration okay and he approached me and said hey Joe I'm part of a college board it's strictly an online college uh, and we need somebody who has fundraising background who we don't need anybody who knows finance which I know mm -hmm. uh, but sales and marketing too okay. uh, would you be interested in joining I said I would certainly consider it I need more information, information. <laughs> right. all right? And more information was then provided. I went for an interview, mm -hmm. which was over two hours as we chatted at the college. Can I just interject? Sure. I want you to really understand what Joe is saying. They had a specific ax. They had a spot that they identified like a job. They needed someone who had fundraising uh, background. So they approached someone who they knew had that fundraising background. Then he went on to say he had a two-hour 
interview. So they didn't just ask him, give him some paperwork and let him sign up and come on. They actually went through a an interview process. And I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Selecting a board member is like selecting someone for a job. They need to be vetted. They need to go through an interview process because they have the background that you're looking for doesn't necessarily mean they're going to fit your organizational structure, that they're going to mesh with the other people on your board. Personality counts as well. Okay. And uh, also have them prepare a simplistic resume. Mm -hmm. One page basically of their accomplishments, their background, whatever they want to tell you. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, you got to be willing to not take everybody. If you're interviewing them, and historically it's two board members that do the interview, it's never mm -hmm. just one. Mm -hmm. All right. And again, I'll use Playhouse and Park. I recommended three different people of which none were accepted because of the time commitment. Perfect example, a couple of my friends I recommended go to Florida for the winter. Great people. They needed, we have meetings in the winter. Winter, right. All right, and we don't use Zoom or, or <laughs> Skype or any of that. So we can, but we don't. No, right. I mean, and if you miss a meeting or two, it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. But we didn't want somebody gone for four months. The third person did come on to the board and lasted six months. And then there was a conflict of personalities and found out that they were very short-tempered. See? <laughs> and uh, basically was asked, it was a group of board members who said, there's tremendous conflict here. This person wouldn't, wasn't allowing other people to speak or give their opinion. This person had been an active attorney. Saw, um, so saw, they like to argue and right. litigate. <laughs> exactly, and wasn't litigated. So uh, anyway, mm -hmm. so you gotta be willing to say no when the interview came, it wasn't, the interview was yeah. personality, learning yeah. about family, what's <laughs> mm -hmm. important to them. Whether uh, you can commit to the time. Ex that exactly. Type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you understand that there's a need to give an amount of money to this? If the answer is, yeah, I'd love to serve, mm -hmm. but I have no money to give, well, that's a consideration then the board has to make up if if for argument's sake and I don't and I'm going to say this to be funny if they're dis, a disabled female women Korean war veteran they fill tons of categories right right but if they have no money then they can't give 25 or even 50 bucks mm -hmm. as opposed to Tracy's give a 500 then it becomes you know, because nobody other than the executive director or the treasurer should ever know what anybody gives. Mm -hmm. I give anonymous. I right. never want my name in programs, <laughs> ever. Ever, you, yeah. And that's one of the things I tell people, too. You have to get permission from the people, from the donors, to put their names in the programs under your giving categories. You can't just put people's names out there because some people want to be anonymous. They right. just want to give anonymously, and you have to respect that. All right. That's just my wife and, and my mm -hmm. doing. We don't want our name in lights. You will never see my name on the side of a building, ever. Never, ever. So, uh, again, have fun with looking for recruiting. Remember, you're a nonprofit. 
You should have fun in what you do. If your values don't match the values of the organization, don't do it. If it doesn't feel right in your gut, mm -hmm. don't do it. If you don't like, if you meet with the board's board members and for some reason it's not a comfortable fit, mm -hmm. get more information, don't do it. You can then say, well, I don't think I'm right for the board, but if you like what you're hearing, I'd be interested in working on advertising. I'd be interested right. in working on programming, etc. And again, when your time is up, if you believe in the organization and your health is available, by all means, stay, stay with it. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, a lot of boards are lacking on social media skills, yeah. digital marketing, etc. Uh, one of the ways we got around that at Playhouse on Park mm -hmm. is we have what we call a junior board, which we called Young Professionals. Mm -hmm. They have no active board status. Right. Uh, the Young Professionals, one of them, the president, comes to a regular board meeting. They have no voting capability, but they tell us what's going on. They help us with social media, digital marketing. They have their own fundraising projects for younger people as opposed to old <laughs> geezers like me and some of the other board members. Board member diversity is not just ethnicity, it's age. Yes. Uh, it's, it's gender. Mm -hmm. It's uh, just all different walks it's of life. life. Yeah. All right, yeah. so. Educational status. E educational. Mm -hmm. Some of our best board members never went to college, <laughs> but they developed heck of a businesses and yes. did extremely well. Uh, so look for the diversity, but first of all, look for what you need, uh, what you're lacking on your board. If it's you're lacking a big donor type person who's, look, there are categories where somebody says, I want to be on the board, but I don't want to be active, meaning I'm willing to give you a check, but... Yeah. I don't want to spend the time. Mm -hmm. Or they don't have the time. Or they yeah. don't have the time. You can have a board emeritus mm -hmm. status. Right. And their name goes up in lights in the program and whatever. And, yeah. you know, they get they get that. And they're going to give for the fundraisers and et cetera. They'll show up at some of the functions, et cetera, et cetera. You need that. Mm -hmm. So you might make a separate category for those people. Again, you need the big checks because mm -hmm. remember, when you apply for a grant, you're one of 8,000 <laughs> applying for that grant. Yeah. And the other thing is if you don't have a grant writer on your board, mm -hmm. that's a need I would look for because mm -hmm. that is a skill set that's unique. And grant writers historically get 1500 to $2,500 to write the grant. That's where you need somebody... Yeah. Uh, we couldn't get a grant writer, so we had one of our staff learn grant writing. Yeah. And uh, believe it or not, it helped yeah. because they started getting bringing in some right, grants. Right, right. Yeah. That's about it for That's me. That's about it. Okay. All right. Thank you, Joe, for giving us those valuable information. Until next time, guys. Bye. 
Has fundraising become the F-bomb in your meetings? Does your team run for the hills at the mere mention of the word? Well, don't worry. I've got you covered with the year-end Fundraising Superheroes Bootcamp. If you want to take your board members, staff, and volunteers from running scared to the superheroes of revenue generation for the year-end and Giving Tuesday campaigns and beyond, then you need to click the link below and sign up for this program. Superheroes training starts August 1st. See you there. Okay, nonprofiteers, that's it for today. Thank you for joining us. And remember that there's someone in your community counting on the services that your nonprofit organization offers, and it is your job to make sure that you get it right. Until next time. I'm Tracy V. Allen.